0: Well, hey everyone, this is Derek Lopez and I work on the youth and young adult team here at Shepherd Church and I pray you're doing well. I hope the rain hasn't discouraged you and you haven't had too many moments with wet socks. Uh, I personally like the rain, but I also don't like driving in the rain, so sometimes that can be tough. But for all of you listening, thank you for joining and supporting us. Again, SYA exists to connect young adults into a community of believers and to the life of Shepherd Church. And so if you guys ever need prayer, advice, someone to talk to, please feel free to come down to Shepherd and talk with us because we want to be here for you. And uh, also know that join us on Thursday nights also for service too. So we have Thursday night services every Thursday at seven. If you come at six, you can get some food as well. But we have services. We have S-Way life groups twice a month. We have house parties every month. And also make sure you're following us on Instagram so that you can stay in the know with what we're doing as a ministry. And so I hope these podcasts are enjoyable and fun for you. And one thing we like to try and do is make specific content for you all. And today I want to talk to you guys about anxiety. I want to talk about anxiety. And I believe that more than ever, we're a generation that's anxious about everything. We're anxious about the future. We're anxious about failing. We're anxious about making sure people like us. We're anxious about fitting in. We're anxious when we're in new places and doing new things. We're anxious about whether or not we'll find the one. Can I get an amen? And we're anxious about everything. And what's sad for most of us is that we don't manage our anxiety. I think sometimes our anxiety manages us. And so for some of us, anxiety is crippling. It keeps us from doing the things we want. It keeps us from being the people we want, and it makes us a shell of ourselves. For some of us, anxiety is something that's brand new. Maybe something out of nowhere triggered you, and now you're wondering when it will come around again. Maybe you failed in a certain area and now every time you revisit that thing or that place, you feel this overwhelming feeling. Maybe you're feeling something and you just don't know how to express it or how to process it. And maybe you don't struggle with anxiety at all. But I will say this, all of us at some point or another will come face to face with anxiety, whether it be anxiety that comes from ourselves or anxiety we feel from another person, we will always have anxiety in our lives but my hope for all of us today is, is that we can address these things, we can address our anxiety, and we can actually hand it over to God. We aren't perfect, we'll never be perfect, and this podcast itself won't keep you perfect, and it won't keep you from being anxious, or it won't defeat anxiety once and for all. I'm, I'm not silly, but I do, think, I do think that maybe, just maybe, this podcast will help you just a little bit to self-analyze and to give yourself tools to combat your fear. And so first, let's start off by asking the question, why are we anxious? Why are we anxious? What makes us anxious? Well, kind of like a sermon, I I feel like there's three things specifically that make us anxious. And let me know if you agree. I believe the first one is this, I believe that we crave too much. I think one thing I love about our generation is our access to everything we want in the palm of our hands. But then one thing I hate about our generation is our access to everything we want in the palm of our hands. With our phones, we see so much, we hear so much, we know too much. We see people accomplishing goals we want to achieve or that we've failed, and it makes us feel less than when we see them. We see people whose lives we envy. We see people who we want so badly to want us. We see people that we can easily compare ourselves to, right? When we look at them, we we say, oh, they're better looking than us. Oh, they're cooler than us. Oh, they're better liked than us. They're everything that I'm not. But friends, it's not just people too. I I think we crave things too much too. Some of us want so many things. Some of us want a lot of money or we want a lot of clout or we want the coolest clothes or the coolest cars or we want a job or a major or we want to go to a school that makes people look at us and say, yeah, you're successful. You're doing the right thing. And I think at times, guys, we we are oversaturated with content and pressure And most of the time, the only ones putting that pressure on ourselves is just us. And hey, maybe you have a certain expectation you need to live up to at home. I I get that. And it's hard. I want you to know you're not alone in that. I remember, you know, I love my mom so much. I remember when I was little, she would always tell me, whatever you do, son, don't be average. But all that did was bring me more anxiety because I felt like any moment I was going to be a failure or had I not taken the right path, I was not going to be successful, whatever the case may be. So I get it. But I think, I think just maybe when we chase after things other than God, we feel restless and anxious. And that can sound like the perfect church answer, but I really do believe it's true. And so I think when we're craving too much, I think what happens is we actually um, tend to worship idols. And if you don't know what an idol is, an idol is anything and anyone you look to, to get your needs met other than God. An idol is, is anything and anyone you look to to get your needs met other than God. So friends, what is your idol? I think we all have them. So what is your idol? What is competing in your mind? What is taking up space? And I think especially here in America, we don't like to think that we have idols before God, but I think we do. And I think we can see it everywhere. I think as a country, as a culture, we idolize money way too much. We idolize money, work, success, sex, identity, social media, our phones, celebrities, and I think even ourselves. And I'm not saying that those are bad things, but we either place them too high on a pedestal or we look to them to fulfill us and determine our worth. Or we place them in the center focus of our minds and our hearts. And I think instead, what we should try to do is find worth in what God says about us. We should find purpose in the mission God has for his kingdom. We should find peace in him. We should find peace in him. We should find hope in him. We should find security in him and we should find rest in him. And so I think when we crave so much, it leaves us restless and we feel empty because we're chasing after an idol that we think will make us whole. Or we're chasing after some idea that we think will finally make us satisfied. And friends, only God has the power and the authority to do that. So recognize your idol. Remember that not once has that idol truly freed you from what you fear. Remember that the idol does not have the power to save you. And remember that that idol can never love you the same way God does. So when we idolize, we're serving two masters and too many masters makes you restless and gets you nowhere. So I believe we're anxious because we crave too much, but I also believe we're anxious because we care too much. And this one's shorter, but I think we care too much what people say or think of us. Without even thinking, sometimes we give people the same amount of authority in our mind and our heart that only God deserves. And I say that because there's certain people's attention and approval that we work way too hard of. Maybe you're thinking of them right now. And if you are thinking of someone, then it might be true. See, there's certain people that one praise from them or one criticism from them would either build us or break us. And that's not right, friends. And I want you guys to know this is the number one thing that I struggle with personally I care way too much about what certain people think of me. And I say certain because it's only a handful. I care what most people think to an extent because I should care, right? If most people see me as mean or disrespectful or dangerous, I should care about that. And you should too. But I care way too much what my bosses think of me, for instance. And I love my bosses and they're the best bosses in the world. And they push me to be well-rounded. They love me well, but I constantly work so hard so I could look good in their eyes. When I feel insecure, I try my best to be my best so that I could get the slightest approval from them. I don't even want to mess up or fail in front of them because I want them to know that I'm worthy or I'm worth choosing. And friends, I don't know about you, but that kills me. It kills me. And if you're struggling with that too, I guarantee that it's killing you too. And so I'm working on it, but one of the goals I made for myself this year is I will not value how they view me over how God views me. Because unfortunately for me and you, we can't be perfect. We will fail. We will disappoint people. We will drop the ball. But even though those things are bound to happen, because they will, the good news is this we are already enough in God's eyes. We are already approved in God's eyes, and we are safe. Friends, we're safe knowing that God will continue to choose us and use us time and time again. So I, I believe we're anxious, one, because we crave too much, two, because we care too much. And three, because we carry too much. As you can see, I got a little bit of an alliteration going on. And about a month ago, we had a pastor named Steve Cuss come out and do a whole training on anxiety with us. And and he told us that every time we are anxious, it's because we're carrying a weight God never intended for us to carry. And I love that so much. I'm going to say it again. Every time we are anxious, It's because we're carrying a weight God never intended for us to carry. And I believe that's so true. I feel like sometimes we live life with a backpack on and this backpack is heavy. And it's heavy because it carries our anxieties. It carries our expectations, our insecurities, our assumptions of people, our fears, our brokenness. And what happens is in every situation we go to, in every place we go to, in every encounter, in every relationship, this backpack is with us. And this backpack is not only holding us down, but it's keeping us from walking in freedom and confidence. And I think the things we carry in this backpack are important and they should be addressed, but it's not ours to carry all the time. And we shouldn't carry it with us everywhere we go. Because guess what? We're not supposed to carry the weight of tomorrow. We're not supposed to carry the future or our future We're not supposed to carry our identity or our purpose. We're not supposed to carry expectations or pressures. We're called to carry the things we can control. And I think what we can control is our character. What we can control is our joy. And what we can control is our response to Jesus when things are too much for us. And did you know that Jesus has an answer for us when we carry too much? I love what he says in Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30. He says, Come to me, all of you. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. And guess what? I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. Jesus promises that he has rest for our souls when we come to him. And I think what he means by that is he carries all the weight off your shoulders. He carries the weight of your sin, the weight of your fear, the weight of your anxiety, the weight of your shortcomings. And instead he gives you rest. And I don't know about you, but that seems like a great trade-off to me. Not only do I want more of that, but my soul needs more of that. Friends, all of us, all of us today, it, it, all we have is the Lord. And I want you guys to know that that's enough. We may not know what's coming next. We may not always have the answer, right? But we have him and that's enough. So what are you carrying? What are you carrying and when are you going to hand it over to Jesus? Because I promise you living and walking like this is not what God intended for you. Carrying this backpack around is not freedom because I believe the full life Jesus is calling you to involves Jesus holding all that you can't bear. So whatever it is, hand it over to him. And you can do that by literally talking to him like I'm doing right now with you. And you could just pray. And when you pray, share how you're feeling and and literally ask him the question, Lord, what is mine to carry and what is not mine to carry? I ask myself that question all the time with God. And I think asking that question, it gives me more peace. It allows me to analyze my situation and also makes me feel lighter. Why? Because Jesus promise, promises me that, that he gives me rest for my soul. And so I think there are plenty of reasons why we should be anxious. There are plenty of things that can make us anxious, but I think there's reasons why we shouldn't be anxious too. And so I believe we're anxious because we crave too much, we care too much, and we carry too much. But I think there's reasons why we shouldn't be anxious. And the first one is this, because God is our provider. I want you guys to know God is your provider. Everything you have, it comes from God. The clothes you wear, the food you eat, thank God for Chick-fil-A, right? The clothes you wear, the food you eat, the air you breathe, the bodies you have, the people you need, all of it, it comes from God. And I love what it says in James chapter one, verses 16 and 17. Don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters, because whatever is good and perfect, it, it, it's a gift coming down to us from God, our father who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. I love that. I love that it says that God never changes. And that means that he will never stop being good. He will never stop being God and he will never stop providing for you and your needs. In the scripture we read earlier, um, you know, we we see that, that every good gift comes from him. I think of Matthew chapter six and in Matthew chapter six, it says that God dresses the lilies. Look how he feeds the sparrows. And he does that daily. And yet he still says that you're more important And that he's going to provide for you time and time again. All of creation is taken care of by God. All of creation is crafted and held together by God. And yet how much more does he love and care for you? So if the world is taken care of, won't you be taken care of too? For you are the number one thing in God's eyes. He will show up in your need time and time again. So the next time you're worried, The next time you're anxious, the next time you don't have the answer, remember that God is your provider. Remember that everything you have has already come from him. Remember that anything you will have will come from him. And remember that he's been by your side and he's been providing for you all this time. So do me a favor. Next time you're anxious about something, go on your phone and write down all the times God has showed up in your life. Because I promise you, I promise you. It will help you to trust in him. And I promise you, it will bring you peace because you will see his faithfulness laid out right before you. So I don't think we should be anxious because God is our provider. And I also don't think we should be anxious because God is our peace. And one of Jesus's nicknames is the Prince of Peace. And I don't know about you, but nicknames are usually true. Uh, my students, they call me dare bear. Um, I don't know. They, they think I'm some cute, cuddly bear, but, Again, some sometimes nicknames they 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 come because it reflects the person it describes, and some of my favorite nicknames belong to some of the best athletes that I know. I think of Magic Johnson. Fun fact: his his first name's not Magic; it's actually Irvin. But the way he plays on the basketball court makes you feel like you're watching magic, and so Nick, naturally he became Magic Johnson. Uh, Tyree Kill, one of my favorite players in the whole NFL and he plays for my favorite team, the Miami Dolphins. His nickname is the Cheetah and rightfully so because I really do think he's the fastest man in the NFL and his go-to move whenever he wants to score is he'll he'll, he'll hit you with the peace sign, literally the two fingers up, the peace sign, meaning that you're not going to catch me. Um, Another famous nickname that I think of is, um, I I think of Kobe Bryant and and his nickname is the Black Mamba and the Black Mamba is the most lethal and dangerous snake in the world and, and every night, when Kobe Bryant would play, he was the most feared and lethal player on the court. Guys, nicknames are given for a reason. Sometimes because it's funny, sometimes because it's the complete opposite of what it's describing. But most of the time, most of the time the nickname fits, which, which is why it sticks. Okay. And Jesus is called the Prince of Peace because he is able to give you peace in the middle of your storm. He's the prince of peace because he's able to bring you comfort in the middle of your pain. And he's the prince of peace because he's able to give you rest when you're weary and overwhelmed. And these are his words in John 16, verse 33. I have told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. When we need it most, God will bring us comfort God will bring us rest and God will hold all things together. Why? Because he's our peace. So friends, we shouldn't be anxious because God is our provider. We shouldn't be anxious because God is our peace. And finally, I think we shouldn't be anxious because God is our portion. And what I mean by that is simply this, God is enough. God is enough. Our relationship with God is enough. And it's our relationship with him that will remind us that he is leading us to the best life possible. So friends, you will not always have everything you want in this life. And I want you to know that that's okay. Christ gave everything he had so that you could have everything you need. You will fail in this life. And that's okay. God will continue to choose you and use you. You will be rejected in this life. And I want you to know that that's okay. God will never forsake you or neglect you. You will be hurt in this life. And I want you to know that that's okay. God will heal you and restore you and will work all things together for your good. You will not always be confident in the situations you run into. And that's okay because God is your rock. And if God has called you to something, he will bring you through it too. You will feel lost and you'll feel scared. And that's okay because God will be your light and God will be your strength. You will wonder if you're enough And I think that this one hurts the most, right? You will wonder if you're enough and that's okay too, because he will look at you with arms stretched wide on his cross and he will tell you that you're worth dying for. Friends, God is our portion. He is everything we need, everything we need to be filled, everything we need to find joy, everything we need to find peace and everything we need to be confident in our fears. Psalm 16:5 says this, Lord, Lord you alone are my inheritance. You are my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. So friends, in your anxiety because it will come, remember that God is your provider. God is your peace and God is your portion, for he is enough. I love you guys. I pray this helps. And I hope that over time you will learn not only to manage your anxiety well, but that you will invite the Lord to navigate your fears with you. Uh, Let me pray for you guys. Jesus, I thank you so much, Lord. I thank you for this day that you've given us. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for all those who are listening. Father, I know that you brought them to to this for a reason. And Jesus, thank you for Shepherd Church, Lord. Thank you um, that we get to serve our young young adult community well, Lord. Thank you that you're good. Thank you that you're faithful. Thank you that in the times we're anxious, um, you you ask us to to put that weight on you, that we don't have to carry it all of our all ourselves, that we can trust in you and we can know that 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 you're our peace, that you're our provider and you're our portion. And so Jesus, I pray a blessing over all those listening, Lord. May you help them in their walk and their anxiety. Anxiety will continue to be around, Lord, but I know that when we have you, we can find strength and we can find hope in the middle. Um, of the times where we feel alone and we feel scared. And so Jesus, thank you. Uh, Thank you for things like podcasts that will allow us to to talk with one another. And Father, I just pray that you would just continue to bless Shepherd Church. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. But most importantly, Jesus, we trust you. In the city name, we pray these things. Amen.